Oh boy. Hello, and welcome to this new thing that I've decided to do. I don't really know where I'm going with my life. I, uh, just kind of try and piece everything together as it's moving. But a lot of the time it just doesn't seem to work out. I don't know why. I think I'm just confused. Silly. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Wake up on a Monday and where where are you supposed to go? It's Monday morning. For one, nobody wants to be awake at 7.30 in the morning. It's even worse when 7.30 is late. Why is 7.30 late? Why do we as a society feel like 7.30 is an acceptable time to be late for a job? 7.30, you should... You shouldn't even think about waking up at 7.30. What the fuck can you get done before 7.30? Not a lot. Even construction workers need to be wary of the sound before 7.30. So why are you late at 7.30 in the morning? What is with us as a people just deciding that 7.30 is too early in the morning or too late. <sighs> Been in a pandemic for a year now. How did that happen? Just last year, last year, over a year ago now, if you wanted to, you could just say, fuck it. I'm going to go to the movies. I don't really care what's in. I just feel like seeing a movie. And you could just do it. Literally no one would stop you outside of the people who held your debit card. And even then, if you had overdraft protection, they wouldn't fucking stop you either. Where did that go? I'm almost 26, and I've spent, I mean, really, technically, I guess, just about a 25th of my life in a mask, but still, what the hell? We've been through so many other health crises since I was born. Fucking Zika, bird flu, swine flu. I had a friend who had the swine flu. My neighbors had the bird flu. And yet, COVID-19 is what took down America. Jesus Christ. A whole year. Longer than a year. And it has been the craziest year of my life. This past year has taught me to like who I am a little bit. 
Not exactly love. I'm still working on that. I think everyone should. I'm working on it to try and think more for other people than I do for myself, which isn't always easy, and I definitely have my shortcomings, but I work on it. Ironically, I'm not drinking as much water, and I don't take meds anymore, so I can't give you that message. Take your meds, drink your water, just get up, make a cup of coffee, and fuck today's mouth. Just get up and do it. You're not going to want to. It was 7.30 when you woke up and you were probably asking yourself, why the fuck am I even awake? I don't even have work today. But you know what? You woke up and you did it for someone that you loved. And that's, that's why you do it. And you know what? If you don't love anyone, fucking that's on you, man. Love yourself. If you don't love yourself, then don't enlist anybody to do it for you. Because that's a big fucking mistake. It's not to say that nobody should or could love you. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just it's a bad call if you don't love yourself even a little bit or even like yourself then you feel the need to make it so that somebody else does that for you to make you feel better about who you are. I don't know the kind of person that you are. Are you a good person? Are you a piece of shit? Do you deserve love? Do you not deserve love? Who knows? You do. Do you think you're a piece of shit? Do you think you deserve love? Do you think people should like you? Do you think you deserve any of what you have? Do you think you deserve more? If that's the case, then that's the way that it is. If you think you deserve more, go out there and get more. If you hate yourself and you hate that you hate yourself, make a change. Get some help. See a fucking therapist. Because it's nobody's responsibility to make you feel any better about yourself. It's just yours. I spent a lot of my life wanting to feel loved, to feel appreciated. To feel cared about and hugged and snuggled and I wanted someone to cuddle me when my tummy was gwumbly. But you know what? That's not the way it is, boo-boo. It's just not how it happens. You gotta wake up every morning. Decide today is gonna be a good day. Today is gonna be a better day. Today I'm gonna wake up. Today I'm gonna look this bitch that is life straight in the eyes. I'm going to drop her to her knees, and I'm going to fuck her in her mouth. And that is the only way that you will accomplish anything. Is if you wake up today and decide, I'm going to fuck today's mouth. It's vulgar, I know. But I don't care. 
because that's the way that you have to live sometimes. It's not always beautiful being alive, but being alive is a beautiful thing inherently. A lot of people take it for granted. I know I do a lot of the time. In November, I tried to kill myself. I was at my lowest of lows. I still can't really believe it. (laughs) I still have trouble believing sometimes that that was even a part of my life. But it was. I can't change that it happened. All I can do is move on and work on making it so that that never happens again. That's all you can do. Sometimes life's a bitch. And you just have to move on. It won't always be hard. There will be hard days. There will be easy days. You live for the easy days, but you work hard on the hard days. Doesn't really matter what you do. You can't escape the tough times. Some days you'll just be emotionally exhausted. And you know what? Me too, man. Just don't let it ruin you. You know what I think is funny? That you can go through so much and for some reason that will give you like the darkest, most insane sense of humor that anyone could possibly hear or imagine. And a lot of people will think you're disgusting. <laughs> I once asked someone, do you think it would be worse to walk in and see a body cut in half hamburger or hot dog? Now, if you don't know what that means, hot dog would mean up and down and hamburger would be side to side. I explain that because I actually only learned that, you know, that differentiation uh, about two years ago, and I've only used it a handful of times, but I don't know why it came to my mind in that specific moment, but the person I asked it to is essentially just a mirror image of me with a vagina, just, she heard it, she was very concerned just about immediately, and then said the obvious answer, which is hot dog. You definitely would not want to see someone cut in half either of the two ways, but if you were going to see someone cut in half in one of those two ways, you definitely don't want to see it. The hot dog. how often do you ask yourself why you are the way that you are just how often when you really think about it because I ask myself that question just about every day whether it's your sexual proclivities or your mental habits oh thanks truck 
you got to ask yourself, why am I the way that I am? Why does my trauma make me funny? I don't know. Does it seem funny right now? No. Sometimes it just seems sad. But maybe that's why it's funny. Is because you know that other people will hear you and they'll just get wildly uncomfortable and you just get off on that uncomfortability. Trauma and tragedy, if not turned into comedy, is just trauma and tragedy. It's just the big sad. So why not make something out of it? Why not make it something more? Why not do something more with it? You can. You should. <laughs> what kind of person are you? Are you the type with a deep and dark sexual secret? Or are you the type who wakes up at 7.30 in the morning every day, gets up, makes yourself a cup of coffee, eats a bowl of cereal, maybe goes for a little run to get those endorphins going. Why? Why are you that person? Now tell me, what's your trauma? What's your damage, Tina? What is your damage, and how did it make you better? How did it make you a better person? How did it make you worse? What was the impact that it had on your life? I want to know. Because I have loads of trauma. I have loads of damage. I'm almost 26. And I have a lot more than just about anyone that I know. I could tell you, my parents hit me and I was a drug addict and, you know, I just lacked, for the most part, general motivation. I could tell you all those things and it's true. If you want to know one of my traumatic events, well, let's just talk about it for a second. Just one of many. One of many that has stuck with me for the better part of my life and given me a wild amount of self-esteem issues over the years. Thankfully, I can mostly laugh about it now. But when I was in the seventh grade, a girl, let's just call her bitch, um, <laughs> I had a crush on bitch. And, uh, I was, again, in the seventh grade, so, I don't know, 12, maybe, 11, something like that, I can't even remember at this point, but I went to Payless with my mom and my sister and my brother, and we walked in, and I saw this little chain necklace thing, and I, I thought it was cute, and there was a spring social, I believe, and I wanted to get it for her and ask her to be my girlfriend. So I did. I, I got it for her, and I 
brought it to the spring social. It was that same night. I won't say the middle school, but I will say it is known for being wildly traumatizing, as most middle schools are, based on everything I've heard over the years. I don't actually believe anyone goes through middle school without even, like, a little bit of trauma. I don't think that's allowed. I think you go through that one to kind of break you for the years to come, because once you're broken, all you can really do is either fix yourself or crumble more, and that's sort of society's way of weaning out the weak. We're going to decide whether or not you're going to be a homeless bum right when you're around 11 to 12 years old. That's when we decide, yeah, this one is going into the system. But regardless, went to the spring social, had my little bag with the necklace, and uh, I saw her with some friends. We had mutual friends. And I walk up and I, I hand her the bag with the necklace in it. She grabs it and runs away all quiet, curious. Now, I wasn't the cutest of the kids. I was a little chubster. Uh, not like fat, fat, you know, but yeah, I was chubby. You know, I had some pretty wild hair for the mid-2000s for sure. Um, and she, <laughs> she took the little bag and she ran away and I didn't see her again. And because I was so nervous and scared, I, you know, I didn't pursue that. I just figured, oh, you know, like she'll come back and then she'll not say anything and we'll just be boyfriend and girlfriend and it'll be wonderful. But this is what ended up happening. <laughs> so a little while later, I see her again. And she essentially throws the bag at me where the necklace was no longer attached to the little thing that it came on. It was actually crumpled up, um, all tangled and shitty, and just left in the bag. I was very confused, very upset. And then one of her friends told me that when, uh, when she saw it, she proclaimed that she didn't like me. And then immediately said that the... Um, that every time she looked at me, that I got uglier and uglier. Big oof. Big, healthy-sized oof. I was like 12 years old, man. <laughs> I fucking cried like a bitch. Yeah, I couldn't believe bitch would do that to me. I really couldn't. It was, uh pretty uncalled for really didn't understand it I mean I get it now at this point you know she was just a 11 to 12 year old girl who also had no idea that other people could feel things but man that rocked me so when I got into high school about two years later I got really big on working out um, got really strict on a diet I stopped drinking soda, I stopped eating fast food. I dropped a lot of weight, and I got in really, really good shape. And the reason for that was uh, mostly body dysmorphia, because I started looking okay around when I went from, like, I don't know, 170 to, like, 145, let's call it. But I kept going, and then I hit probably about 120, and that's when my doctor stepped in and... and <laughs> 
<laughs> and mentioned that if this kept on, that I was going to be put in a hospital. Now, as cool as that sounded, I... Man, <laughs> I think I just opted to uh, stop focusing on that and start smoking weed. I was already good-looking. I was getting attention from girls, and it was high school, and I didn't want to spend all my time working out. I just wanted to spend all my time trying to get my penis touched. And it worked for the most part. <laughs> I did what I could. I put in my work, and I figured it out. It was like a... Um, really sexually explicit episode of Blue's Clues. I sat on down, figured it out, what getting that dick sucked was all about. Yeah, I knew what. I was really hard. Bum, 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 boom. I'm a class act. But I learned a lot. <laughs> from middle school. It took me years. But I basically just learned that kids are super mean and that even though they say things, I mean, I've seen that girl since, you know, I've I mean, I went to high school with her. I uh she lived down the street from me. I you know, had a mountain of other experiences and I know that people during those times are not the same people as they get older. They get better. You know? I mean, I, I got better. I was a massive asshole. And regardless of the fact that I did try to kill myself this past November, I am better than I once was. These traumas, these things, they don't break a person permanently unless that person allows those things to break them permanently. You just don't allow it to happen. And if you choose not to let that destroy who you are, who you believe you are, who you want to be, they won't do that. Nothing has that kind of control over you, except you. And do you believe that you can be better? Do you believe that you can want to be better? That's probably the thing that matters most. If you don't believe that you can go anywhere, if you don't believe that you can do anything and you don't actually try to do it, which is another big component, because believing things isn't the end-all be-all, you actually got to do it, right? You got to put in the work. That's how you get there. And that's how you will be better. <sighs> I believe in you. Do you believe in you? I love you, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this has been talking about my traumas far too early in the morning. I do plan to do this fairly frequently. I'm not... 100% on the actual scheduling just yet. But there's plenty of trauma to go around. I'd love to hear about yours and how it made you better and how you still work to try and be better with it. 
trauma doesn't have to end who you are. You're a good person. And I'm sure you're pretty funny. Because most really traumatized people are fucking hilarious. So, as someone who doesn't take the same advice, drink plenty of water, ate a few good meals today, make sure you get in some ice cream, that advice I do take, drink your coffee, wake up on time, and try to love yourself. Because I'm sure you're great, and you should be sure of that too. Watch a good Marvel movie today and give yourself a minute to remember that you're worth it. I love you, baby. You have a great day.